The legends are true. But overwhelming power! The sauce of destiny. Yes! The most legendary sauce has arrived as McDonald's transforms into the anime world of Wickdonald's. The greatest flavors unite in all new savory chili McDonald's sauce to make your 10-piece Nuggets, fries, and Sprite ultra-powerful. Unlock manga comics with every meal and sit down for a new anime short every week only at Wickdonald's. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba, go! And participate in McDonald's for a limited time while supplies last. What's the easiest choice you can make? Window instead of middle seat? Picking a vendor who sends a great gift basket? Outsourcing business tasks you hate? What about selling with Shopify? Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage. All the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage? Shopify is there to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify's got you covered. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash try. Go to shopify.com slash try now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash try. This is the happy hour. You guys know the happy hour? Coming at you live from the heart of Lincoln, America. Yeah, maybe I'll come for a couple. Here are your hosts, Nick Sainert. I want to know what it's like to commit a crime without having to spend time in jail. And Enrique Alvarez Cleary. C is for chunk. Brought to you by Empire Fence and Netting on 93.7 The Ticket and theticketfm.com. Happy Wednesday. This is the happy hour. 93.7 The Ticket. Theticketfm.com. Nick Sainert and Austin Orman with you on a very, very busy Wednesday afternoon. Austin, what's up, man? Oh, there's a lot going on. <laughs> there beautiful is certainly day, a lot going on. Beautiful times on the horizon. There is certainly a lot going on. Uh, 402-464-5685. The Honda Lincoln Hotline and the Starter Heyman Tech Sign are both open for you guys the entire show today. Um, and and I, I definitely want to utilize the text line quite a bit. Also, the phone line, we do have a guest coming up at 1.30, Pete Nakos, a transfer portal reporter. You've probably seen his name surfacing throughout all of Twitter. Uh, has I mean, is it takes the lead on a lot of these stories <laughs> that uh, of guys entering the portal, guys flipping, um, changes in plans and visits. Well, we got him. Pete Nakos will join the show at 1.30 p.m. today uh, to talk all things Transfer Portal. And then, uh, obviously, throw a little bit of Nebraska in there because he's firmly on the situation of the the Kyle McCord and Dylan Riola uh, time and stuff. And now, also, just in, t- in terms of big picture, we're going to have that conversation with uh, with Pete Nakos of On3. And, and he's, like I said, the Transfer Portal reporter for the On3sports.com team. So we'll be joined by Pete at 1.30. Uh, as I mentioned, 464-5685, the Honda Lincoln Hotline, and the Starter Heyman text line are both open for you guys the entire show today, as well as the Starter Heyman Jewelers Live video stream, Facebook, YouTube, Twitch, Twitter, and Allo Channel 951, all avenues for you guys to get in touch with the show you can follow me and Austin on Twitter or X, whatever you want to call it, Nick underscore Sainert and Austin underscore Orman. 
But uh, for now, it's going to be a lot of quarterback conversation here on this show. Obviously, within the last you know two hours or so, the smoke with Daniel Kalen to another Big Ten program has kind of picked up some steam. Uh, there's obviously thoughts that Dylan Riola is going to be a Nebraska Cornhusker. I think that confidence continues to rise for a lot of people. I think when I heard about it on on late Sunday night or early Monday morning, I had some pretty good confidence in it as well. And so I think uh, that's looking more and more realistic if if you needed it to look more and more realistic. Uh, but for right now, Rico is on the way to Tampa with DP. So that's why Austin is here. Mm-hmm. Austin, a lot to cover in a short amount of time. Whew. Yeah, that's putting it lightly. Football, volleyball, mm-hmm. NBA, MLB, all sorts of stuff. But yeah. I'm excited to hear Pete because you think of you know Transfer Portal, we all yeah. kind of talk about it, but... What guy better than Pete to dive in depth with, you know, what actually happens? Like, is Matt Rule just pulling numbers out of his butt when he says one to two Mm -hmm. million for a good quarterback? Or like, is that actually the going rate? Well, stuff like that. I I mean, Matt Rule talked about it yesterday on on that show that he was just like, listen, I had a lot of people mad at me because the market gets reset. Matt, you reset the market. What are you doing? Yeah, Matt, you reset the market. And like, I think that's probably a realistic thing, especially with a lot of these top level guys having agents and in this world of of hiring legal help, which is a good thing for the player and for the individual, but it also can kind of, you know, screw over some collectives and and mm-hmm. force them to pay up even more than maybe they were desiring before and, and prior to uh the NIL in in its current stage. Here in the first segment though, and before we get to, to Pete, I want to talk about just the evolution of Nebraska's quarterback room. And how drastically different it is going to feel around here when you're speaking specifically about the quarterback room, that is. How drastically different it's going to feel from the conversations we had back even in April of 2023 to the conversations we had in August and then obviously in the middle of November when Nebraska was trying to get just one more victory for a bowl game. That Those conversations are going to be a heck of a lot different from the conversations that we are going to have next week in two or three months. That we're already having right now. That we're already (laughs) having right now. And I mean, I just want to walk, and I I walked Austin through this timeline, but just to kind of keep, make sure that we're all on the same page, I want to to kind of give this out to you guys. And and 4645685, I definitely want to know your thoughts on this. Because just walk with me here. Nebraska, they obviously had disastrous quarterback play from all three of their guys. Maybe not, maybe disastrous, the wrong word to use towards maybe a Chubba Purdy. Uh, Unsustainable, non-sustainable quarterback play from all three guys. Maybe that's a better way to phrase it. So we go into the offseason, whether it's us covering this team or as fans of the program, and you go, okay, they're going to go get a young quarterback, right? The first name I heard, Sam Levitt. Sam Levitt, young guy, four years remaining. They're going to bring him in. They're going to give him a chance to develop. He's going to be the guy. And then, and you're like, all right, that's fine. Like maybe they go after some big fish. They're ta- they're visiting Will Howard. They're flying see, all over. The same Levitt thing was on the heels of yes. a good quarterback cost one to two million. Yes, which and sounded no, prohibitive. Bingo. And, and and they they made it sound like we don't want to do that. Mm-hmm. And I, I mean, I I admitted on the air about a week after that that I read too much into that comment personally, that is. So then, once again, that Sam Levitt comes in, and you're like, all right, well, that's that's kind of the, 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 the avenue it looks like Nebraska's going to go with because you have to be quick on a quarterback. You have to be so proactive in the transfer portal for a quarterback. But then, 
They they're flying all over the place. It's Blake Shapin. Maybe that's going to be a guy. Jerry Bohan or Gary Bohannon uh, is may, potentially a guy because of previous ties. We know how much these guys uh, love to to you know help out the people that they know and mm-hmm. and with guys with previous ties, whether that's players or coaching staff. And so then Kyle McCord enters the portal on a Monday, and they instantly visit him just a few hours later. They fly up there from Waco and they visit Kyle McCord, and. Then smoke happens about Kyle McCord. You then lock him in for a visit. You know he's visiting the following Monday. And then now the conversation is, well, can you get both McCord and Levitt? Can you, how do you feel about those two guys? McCord was trash at Ohio State. He was surrounded by great talent. Sam Levitt's a guy that you can develop. But Sam Levitt doesn't want to sit. So whatever the case may be, then that advances to... Sunday going, all right, well, maybe Sam Levitt's, you haven't talked to him in in a couple (laughs) of days. McCord, they're zeroing in on. That's going to be Nebraska's quarterback. They'll keep Chubba Purdy and Heiner Carberg. Danny Kalin's still coming in. That's what we're going to go with. And then the bombshell on Monday. The bombshell on Monday night that Nebraska could flip the number one quarterback in the country. And it's more of, okay, well, Kyle McCord's done. It's not happening. We're not getting both of them. Nebraska's not going to take both quarterbacks. Why? Because that money piece again. And then you go, wait. And this is something I'm going to talk to Pete Nakos about here in about 20 minutes or so. Young quarterbacks are becoming more and more acceptable with the fact of sitting behind an experienced guy for a year. Dante Moore is trending to do it at Oregon behind Dylan Gabriel. Mm -hmm. And now Dylan Raiola is trending to do it behind Kyle McCord. So you look at ahead, and then, oh, not to mention here on a Wednesday, on a week that feels like it's taken seven days off of our lives, on a Wednesday, your 2024 in-state quarterback who did the bulk of peer recruiting, the guy you rushed to go grab from Missouri and get him to decommit and then commit to you guys after the guy you're flipping committed to Georgia is now taking a visit this weekend to East Lansing to fa- with Jonathan Smith at Michigan State. Your the boy, guy, Jonathan Smith. The, my boy, Jonathan Smith. The guy that did the bulk of the peer recruiting is now projected to not be a part of this class. Just a whirlwind of emotion, an extremely just chaotic time frame and timeline, and evolution of events. Because now, going back to what we just talked about, the conversation that we're having now we're about to have with Pete in about 20 minutes of on three and the conversations for months to come surrounding this quarterback room. Not only are, are the people in the, in the city of Lincoln paying attention or Nebraska or in the Midwest, this is a country and nationwide thing because Nebraska is at the center of the transfer portal quarterback market, which is wild in and of itself, right? You knew yeah. Nebraska was going to get a transfer portal quarterback or two, but to set off this big, firestorm nationally that's a completely different level of involvement than I think anyone expected from Nebraska Um, and even though he's not a transfer portal guy yeah the whole Riola thing is the biggest wrench in this like you could talk me into you know Nebraska being in play for a Kyle McCord type of guy did I Mm -hmm. think it would have been likely no but you could have talked me into it but 3880 on the text line either has more faith than anyone or better sources than anyone says it was always Riola GBR it was not always Dylan Riola yeah. The fact that we ended up back at this square potentially is incredible. Yeah. Things have changed. 
well, drastically and, for Dylan Rayola to still be in play for this team. I mean, and just once again, like you just think of the the events that have had to take place that have taken place, right? And the thought I had earlier today that crept into my mind was, does Nebraska go out and get both of these guys if if they do make a bowl game? If if they're preparing for a bowl game here and Chubba Purdy's getting ready to be the starting quarterback, does Matt Rule come out and be like, listen, Chubba's going to be our guy going forward. He got us that sixth win. We feel like there's a, bit, a building block here. Mm-hmm. And, and like my, my gut reaction is no, because you're always going to feel like you can get better and you can continue to elevate yourself. But then what's the transfer portal look like? Is but Nebraska, Nebraska nearly the time as resources to go bingo, get these guys? And that's the point. Is Nebraska nearly as active, mm-hmm. nearly as active as they are right now in the portal? And I, I think the answer is probably not. They're, they're active. But you have to remember, and maybe this is an advantage as wild as it is for me to say this, somewhat of an advantage for teams that aren't playing in bowl games. You have until Saturday for visits, man. Mm-hmm. Like you have such a short time frame and getting visits in transfer portal season is so crucial that like you either there very rarely are guys committing without visiting campus. Mm-hmm. And so not only was Nebraska allowed to fly everybody away over, you know, fly all over the place, get Tony White an extension, now Matt Rule goes on on national shows and is talking about Nebraska's program from a big picture sense, but also all in the process of this just happened a week ago. I can, I can confirm that Dylan Riola up until about a week ago was not available, was <laughs> not going to be a Nebraska Cornhusker. But at the end of the day, here we are on December 13th, a week from signing day. And Nebraska is going to get another official visit from Dylan Riola, or another visit, not the first official visit, another visit from Dylan Riola. They brought Kyle McCord on campus on Monday. Julian Fleming, who's a wide receiver one in Nebraska's offense, knows how I put the caveat, Nebraska's <laughs> offense, wide receiver one in Nebraska's offense on Tuesday. And here on Wednesday, I'm sitting here going, I'm about 95% confident they're getting all three. And the only person that I'm, taken to the 5% away because of is Julian Fleming. And that's just wild to think about. I mean, Nebraska fans, I think, keep waiting for the other shoe to drop, right? Mm-hmm. Like, what's going to go wrong? Like, is this really Who all coming up to Nebraska? Who else is going to sweep in on Dylan Raiola? Who else is going to sweep in on Kyle McCord? They don't want to work together. Yeah. You know, Raiola was committed to Ohio State, and he didn't for some reason. Uh, is there animosity from a visit mm-hmm. or something? Like, I think there are plenty of Nebraska fans out there who are so incredibly jaded and here's the thing it's college football right this is so incredibly wild that it's happening at all let alone to nebraska yeah that who knows if there are any more twists and turns left in this saga mm-hmm. but that's why i think you want the weekend to get here you just want the pen to paper you want a week yeah. from today early signing day for that i mean mccord and or fleming could commit at any time so no it's not done until it's done yeah, but Husker fans, it's okay to be excited about something that might actually be happening. Yeah. Like, you might have something good happening to Husker football, and that's okay. Yeah, I just think that, man, I mean, like, I sat back this morning, and once again, for for people that obviously have phone calls and conversations throughout the course of, of a couple of days regarding all of this, right, that, I'll be honest, like, I have... I mean, frankly, like I've sat back. Today was the first day that I was able to sit back and be like, holy crap. 
just think of the the once again I keep saying it the evolution of mm-hmm. Nebraska's offseason to this point. And I can say there's more coming. Like there's there's more stuff happening. Um there's obviously coaching staff has not talked I mean they haven't talked about role changes. I think those are still coming. I just think like unfortunately Nebraska here and I, I don't I don't want to be in that camp of like we won the offseason. Nebraska won the offseason. I'm not in that camp. But you can't sit here and say that Nebraska's staff hasn't been proactive. And potentially, when they had the worst quarterback room in all of Power 5 football this year, they've gone out and not only brought in guys to, or scheduled visits, that is, brought in guys or scheduled visits to not only improve the quarterback room in the short term, Mm -hmm. but also drastically improve and bring stability for years to come. That's why I brought this up with Strick yesterday, and I want your reaction to this too. It feels, again, kind of like offseason champs in the making, but in a different way. Yeah. Right? Because Kyle McCord is a better quarterback prospect than Nebraska will have gotten since Tommy Frazier. Yeah, I mean, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Dylan Rayola, you know, highest rated since Tommy Frazier. Not saying those guys are going to be him, but like they're guys with a legitimate pedigree with, in Kyle McCord's case, a legitimate track mm-hmm. record of success with good tutelage and coaching. So, yes, I get it. Again, be cautious. Be jaded. Don't don't buy into it all Absolutely. at once. Like, it's on the, the team to, you know, finally make good on some of this promise. But the caliber of player that Nebraska is potentially getting in Kyle McCord and Dylan Rayola is different even than, like, Casey Thompson and Trey Palmer. I, I, Casey was I, I, kind of a journeyman, honest. right, at Texas. You know, back and forth, platoon kind of guy. Trey yeah. Palmer... You can say he had all the talent in the world. He proved it, but wasn't supposed to be that. Yeah, and and that's that's a big part. I mean, you're you're absolutely right. I, I think also you just look at we have to we have to stop. And we being uh, people that pay attention to Nebraska football, I caution you guys to stop comparing Kyle McCord to Heisman Trophy winners. <laughs> Nebraska's not getting a Heisman Trophy winner, but you also have to be realistic in that Nebraska's been a program that's had and endured immense struggles, immense struggles. And for them to not only be in on a guy like Kyle McCord, but be in the lead and by my accounts, eventually going to get the commitment. Mm -hmm. And I'm going to put, I mean, I I put my, my, my confidence and my reputation on that as you can call me out if it doesn't happen. (laughs) Shows a lot about the staff's process a lot about the message that they're translating. Because Kyle McCord, and we said this when they visited him, he's, he's not letting anybody into the building. He's not letting anybody into the McCord household. Sip will tell you the same thing when he's had conversations with his dad. Like, McCords, the Cam Wards, the Will Howards, those high echelon quarterbacks are not just letting any school into their house to talk to them. Because guess what? Those guys, the top echelon, echelon guys... Most of the time, have a plan. All right, where do I need to go? What are the fits? What level of ball realistically can I play? What are my priorities? They don't have to say yes just to be polite. Bingo. They're not. They're not like. There's not a. Oh no, maybe I won't have a spot. Like no, that's not, not the with case. These that's not the case. So they can be picky. And so once again, I reiterate the fact that Nebraska is not only in contention, has really been the only serious contender, if you will. Is is pretty freaking impressive, mm-hmm. and so now I, I understand, right? We don't want to sit here and talk about hypothetical situations. We don't want to sit here and assume or speculate. But I will say this: 
if Nebraska staff is able to pull this off prior to bowl season even happening, it gives you confidence and excitement for future teams and future rosters and future recruiting because you do have that stability piece. Mm-hmm. Not only in maybe some late off-season additions through guys through the portal that might enter, enter late, but also you can preach stability going forward. Like, they have now invested in their quarterback if Dylan Ryle ends up coming. And even with Daniel Kalen, like, this wasn't changing. But you've invested in your future for the seasons in 2025, 2026, 2027. So now you can sit out there and go and talk to recruits next year saying, hey, when you get here in 2025, guess what? We don't have to sit here and be like, yeah, don't worry. We're going to go out and get a portal QB. Don't worry. It's not trust us. It's look at us. Mm -hmm. So Nebraska's in this crazy situation. And I'll wrap it up with this before we get to Pete Nakos of On3, the transfer portal reporter for On3 Sports. I'll wrap it up with this. Think back to the conversations we were having at the end of the season after the Iowa game. And here we are just, I mean, less than a month later, three and a half weeks later, saying Nebraska has two of these three guys are going to be on Nebraska's roster next year. A quarterback that led them to the to an uh, led their their team to an eleven and one start, who's experienced and has not had turnover issues. An elite eleven finalist and the number one quarterback in the country, or another elite eleven finalist from the state of Nebraska who did all your peer recruiting. I think if Nebraska hits, which they would, on two of those three, you feel pretty freaking good. And it's so dramatically different than it was just three and a half weeks ago here in Lincoln. The offseason is basically over at that point. Like yeah. you have accomplished item number one. Absolutely. Now internal Instantly. development get better, but within you know the scope of just the transfer portal window and signing day, like you mm-hmm. said, before bowl games even kick off, to have accomplished the most important, you know, agenda item, which was not just get a quarterback, but yeah. get a quarterback for now and the present, to have that done this quickly to turn that conversation so fast. Yeah. That's a tip of the cap. And then some let's go to break. Um, I highly recommend if you're, if you're on the starter Heyman jewelers live video stream, if you're uh, listening on the FM dial at your cubicle, wherever stick around. When we come back, we're going to be joined by uh, on three sports transfer portal reporter, Pete Nakos. Uh, if, I mean, honestly, if, if you're active on social media at all, you've seen his name going all over the place. Cause he's right in the thick of, the entire transfer portal situation on a national scale. We're going to ask him about Nebraska, Kyle McCord, Dylan Riola. We're going to ask him about Daniel Kalen. We're going to ask him about ETN because we got some questions on the text line about the Florida running back, right? But then we're also going to have a big picture discussion with Pete about transfer portal and the college football landscape. So we're going to do all that and more coming up. Pete Nakos of On3 Sports joins us coming up next right here, 93.7 The Ticket and theticketfm.com. Follow Nick and Enrique on Twitter at Nick underscore Sainert and at Radio Rico AC. More of Happy Hour is next on 93.7 The Ticket and theticketfm.com.